The Deal with Yield is a podcast series covering the issues that matter most in crop production. Tune in to episodes on iTunes, My Farm Radio, and thedealwithyield.com. Tweet any question you have for the hosts with the hashtag DealWithYield for your chance to hear their response. Welcome to The Deal with Yield. And joining us, as usual, Joel Whipperfirth. Winfield Ag Technology Application Lead, and Kyle Reiner, Winfield Master Agronomy Advisor. First of all, Joel, tell us about your role with Winfield. So as the Ag Technology Applications Lead, I'm on the forefront of finding new technologies for our retailers and for Winfield to either bring into our answer tech space or taking the tools that we've got and finding the practical applications of them and helping our internal staff, our external staff, and growers adopt new tools and technologies that help them yield more. Kyle, tell us about your role with Winfield. So I'm a Master Agronomy Advisor in Southwest Minnesota, and I have duties of overseeing the other Master Agronomy Advisors in Minnesota and along with their associates. I help growers achieve their optimal yield on their farms, whether it's planning or putting applications together for in-season management. This year on The Deal with Yield, we're excited to introduce audience participation where you can tweet in hashtag deal with yield and Kyle and I will do the best to answer some of your select questions that add to our broadcast. Kyle, what do you think acre swings are going to do this year? Well, looking at the black and the reds on the income statements, I think we're going to have a little bit more corn than we will on soybeans. And the reason why in my space... It's easier to raise a consistent 180, 185 bushel corn at these prices than it is to get 55, 60 bushel beans. It's a lesser of two evils. I don't think either one of them are going to be great, but I think there's little things that we can do throughout the season to get a little higher response and get a little higher yield. And at the end of the day, if we have yield, everything else will take care of itself. If we don't have the yield, it could be ugly. I thought you had 100 bushel beans out there this year. Did that not factor into the upcoming crop year's plan? Look, we didn't have 100 bushel, but we did strive some acres and some bushels in our area to achieve 100 bushel. We had a couple spots that we had 82, 83, which is quite a bit higher than normal, but uh, stars aligned. Yeah, I think sometimes in our area, the bean acres, when they shift out of corn on corn, lock you into more corn for the following year. I think that's one of the things we're going to see is last year there was a swell of bean acres late, and that puts us into a position where we basically are going to go corn. So it's going to be a lot of corn on beans. Our area is pretty good at raising corn on corn in the first place, but it's doubtful that anybody's going to go beans on beans. I don't know if you have any experience running beans on beans. So, Joel, it's funny you bring that up. I had first-hand experience this last year. Did some beans on beans. We did all the right things. We treated them fungicide put an added fertilizer down and yet we're still five bushel off so (laughs) just a little bit to to go out there that's not everywhere in my space that'll happen like that most likely but i thought it was a little wiser than the wisest and gonna sneak by putting a little fertilizer on there and get a little higher bushels but it didn't work out this year joel well at least the field is evened up and ready to go for corn this year (laughs) that's that's right sometimes it takes a beating to figure out life What do you see as the biggest opportunities and challenges in the upcoming planting season when you're looking at cool soils, the weather environment that we've got coming in? So I think, Joel, I don't know if all weather models say this, but we got El Nino coming in. In a lot of my space, going 
after the combines have been put away and the and the rippers are put away this fall. We did have a lot of late season moisture that come in and some of our spaces of eight plus inches of rain. So we got a full soil profile up. Uh, the tiles have been running in excess, but I think if we come into a cool wet spring where we get a little bit more than normal rainfalls, could also push back maybe some of this corn on corn environments or a little bit more corn in my area to maybe go back to soybeans if it does get late. You know, I think those rainfalls were rather interesting. It got cold early, but it didn't get and stay cold. And in that, we had a mid-December warm-up that cost us some potential nitrogen. And one of the tools that uh, I've been taking a look at is Climate's nitrogen model, which has been showing on some fields in Illinois up to 30 to 40 pounds of nitrogen that's potentially been lost over the wintertime season here. Further north of there, there's some of the fields I've run in models 10 to 20 pounds. And, you know, you don't normally think about losing nitrogen during the wintertime. It's kind of the off season. You maybe just think about inputs and decisions. But uh, certainly that warm winter in the early part of it could have potentially cost us some nitrogen loss early. Yeah, so in our space, we have quite a few hog barns, and we do have early applications of manure. If it's done prior to that 50 degree, where we always say the microbes slow down to the point where there's not a lot of nitrogen being lost. So if they did apply nitrogen early, like I said earlier, we had a full profile in the soil structure and the water was running through the tiles, there's a good possibility we might have lost some nitrogen. And 50 degrees doesn't exactly just stop the microbes from breaking down and uh, converting into nitrate. But it's just like Thanksgiving, Joel. You put the turkey in the fridge, is the turkey good forever? <laughs> it eventually molds and it's not so good and it maybe give you some stomach problems after a couple weeks. I stay out of that, uh, that arena in, in, during Thanksgiving time. You know, you talk about manure applications and what's worse, losing nitrogen from volatilization because it's wintertime and surface applied or applying it closer to spring when you're able to incorporate it and you run into some compaction with wet soils. What's the lesser of two evils there? The lesser of two evils is if you lose, lose, it's lost, right, Joel? So I think the applications, if you're applying nitrogen, using a proper stabilizer to keep it in the form that you want is a key. Obviously, we learn from history, and sometimes it's short history. If we go into the fall and we do get some extreme weather where it comes in and it is warm and we start converting, maybe we lose some nitrogen. It's an opportunity in the spring to either put a little bit more on or do a, a side dress application, depending on your variety that you have out there specifically. You've been listening to The Deal with Yield with Joel Whipperfirth, Winfield Ag Technology Application Lead and Winfield Master Agronomy Advisor, Kyle Reiner. For additional episodes of The Deal with Yield, visit iTunes, My Farm Radio, and thedealwithyield.com. Tweet any question you have for the host with the hashtag DealWithYield. 